0: The Ewan Grant Podcast, the Limestone Coast Triple M.
1: What a week it's been to the Limestone Coast. I must admit, I'm looking for a weekend where I'm at home, maybe mowing the lawns, but I'm not sure the weather is going to play ball with that idea. It's been a huge week on the show, and let's start with the best bit, Ewan's wish list. I am granting wishes across the Limestone Coast in the lead up to Cressy all thanks to the team at the Steel Shop in Mount gambia I caught up with Raymond to find out what his wish was. Raymond, g'day. Uh, g'day, Ewan. Hey, Raymond, I understand yeah. that you entered the draw for Ewan's wish list. Yeah, yeah I did. Yep. Ma- mate, tell me about your wish.
2: Yeah, it's uh, about my lovely wife, Tanya. As I, I think you know Tanya. used to work at DJ's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. I know Tanya. Yeah,
2: yeah well, she um, works very hard in uh, tennis and working for the special needs kids. And never got time for herself, so she always complaining about getting her hair done and all this sort of stuff, and I thought <laughs> it'd be a great wish. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be nice to, you know, to have a wish granted and get her hair done and nails done, and it'd, yeah, it'd be nice.
1: Now, Raymond, everybody's going through the same thing at the moment. Cost of living is biting everybody. What would yeah. it be like to, uh, to get that wish granted and to... Uh, To get a little bit of pampering for the uh, for the wonderful
2: wife. Oh, it'd be fantastic. It'd um make my day and it'd make her day. I'd say yes. Hey, Raymond. Yep.
1: I'm here to tell you, I'm going to grant that wish.
2: Oh God, you and that's fantastic, mate.
1: Awesome, mate. Congratulations to both of you. I'll organise to get a uh, a little bit of pampering done for Tanya, and uh, I hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas.
2: Oh, thanks very much, and thanks to um, Triple M. And I hope you have a great Christmas too, Ewan.
1: I tell you what, I am loving being a genie. I am loving granting wishes, but it's just one of the things that took place on the show during the course of the week on Triple M. There's been some great news for the Pioneers this week, and Tom Kosh joins me to talk about it. G'day, Tom. Good morning, Ewan. Tom. New season for the Pioneers men's and women's team. Uh, the dates have been finalised.
0: They have. Look, we look forward to uh, tipping off for uh, the 2024 NBL One South season um, in early April, and it's always good to be able to have the fixture drop and uh, start planning uh, towards um, the home and away season.
1: Now, take us through what's going to happen, because you guys have got a double header first up.
0: We have, yeah. Look, we're, uh, we're on the road to start our season, Sandringham and Waverley too tough uh, match-up to tip off our season. But the first home weekend will be the week following. I think it's uh, around the 13th of April. We'll host uh, Frankston and Ballarat in a home doubleheader weekend on Friday and Sunday afternoon. So a huge weekend of basketball for us uh, to to kick our, our season.
1: Tom, it is going to be wonderful. Woollander has turned out to be a sensational venue for you guys.
0: It sure has. Look, uh, our first season in 2023 at Woollander was... Uh, was remarkable, and the amount of people that uh, that came out to support us across our season was huge. huge. And uh, the corporate support that followed that, people when the game game night experience really showed. So um, yeah, we're hugely excited to uh, to get back and uh, and run it for a second year in a row.
1: Now, how can people get tickets for the season?
0: Yeah, look, uh, thankfully for all of our sponsors and fans, our membership has just launched, um, which tickets will be available for people to commit. Um, from Sunday uh, evening, um, so they'll be able to secure their season ticket membership uh, for the 2024 season, uh, just in time for Christmas. Tom,
1: always great to catch up to talk Pioneers, I know you've got a number of signings that you've uh, that you've undertaken over the last couple of weeks in the lead up to the uh, 2024 season for the Pioneers, I cannot wait to talk about who is going to be playing for us next year for the guys and the girls, thanks for joining us this morning though. Thanks Ewan. Absolutely sensational news for the pioneers. And look, talking about good news, have you heard about summer on Watson? The Mayor has dropped by to give us a bit of information about what is going on. Lynette, what can you tell me about summer on Watson and what we're going to see over the course of summer here in the Blue Lake City? What we want to do is encourage um, collaboration
3: and partnerships that will bring together existing and supported events and activities over the next 10-week period. So um, markets, after-work drinks, live music, food and wine, and yoga in the park. So together with some events that council um, does have on the drawing board, we're hoping to encourage other people to uh, come and join in. So the main thing is, you know, we just want to generate some, energy and vibrancy within the CBD as a place for people to gather. We encourage any local businesses and community groups that um, want to be involved to contact Council's community events team. Council's website will have details and a calendar of events so people can keep across it.
1: Now, talking about council, Sarah Philpott is going to join us later on this morning. We're going to talk a little bit more about what's going on at council at the moment. She might even touch on what is taking place for summer on Watson as well. But what you want to do, you want to check out the Facebook page and the council's website for all the information. Now, during the course of the week on The Breaky Show, one of the things that really surprised me, I was asking about the worst Christmas present you have ever got and Jane gave me a call and let me tell you, there were some eyebrows raised as part of that conversation. Jane, what is the worst Christmas present you have ever received?
4: Well, many years ago, I was having a mad passionate affair. for went for about eight years and one Christmas I thought, oh, he's got to give me something Nice to hang around my neck, or a, a, a nice piece of jewellery. And i got a vacuum cleaner. Oh no! Oh yeah! <laughs> I want to
1: hear more I about this I... lover.
4: Oh, were you yeah. having an <laughs> affair? Yeah. That is scandalous, was, Jane. Scandalous. I know. I was. A, I was. A, I was a, a naughty girl. I wasn't married. I. I, I was divorced, but uh, he wasn't. And he had four kids and four dogs and a wifey, but he he was in the position of loving two women, and uh, it suited me at the time. Went for a long time. And it's, you got a wonderful. vacuum
1: cleaner for Christmas?
4: <laughs> I uh, I said, oh, this is going to be a bit heavy on a chain around my neck. Giant. <laughs> it was a bit
1: was a bit disappointing. <laughs> I love the call. Thanks for joining the show this morning, Jane. Okay, bye. I tell you what, I would be royally peeved if I got a vacuum cleaner for Christmas, especially if I was expecting jewellery. You never know what you're going to get on the Breaky Show, and it's a perfect excuse to make sure you're listening out weekdays from 6. Now, we talked council news a moment ago with the Mayor. And there is a whole lot more going on at council at the moment. Sarah Philpot is the CEO of the Gambia City Council. And it's time to talk about some of the stuff that's going on across the Blue Lake City. Sarah, g'day. Good morning. Sarah, we talked about the summer on Watson. It's getting closer. I'm super excited. I know it's going to be
5: fantastic. So we had an update on the Summer on Watson program which is um, all about a program of events that's going to be happening right the way through until the 28th of January, all focused around Watson Terrace. So you'll find that Watson Terrace will be closed over the weekends and open during the week. We're going to have a stage and a marquee set up there for um, lots of events and activities. So uh, this is an initiative of Council really wanting to um, have great activity and a bit of a vibe going on while we've got these warmer months happening and uh, and really looking to have outdoor dining, um, fairy lights and uh, lots of different entertainment going on through our beautiful Cave Gardens Thuggy area. So, um, as you know, fantastic spot right in the heart of our city. So we're pretty excited to have a... A really interesting program of events going on for
1: several weeks over the warmer months it's going to be huge sarah one of the other things that council talked about the crater lakes trail tell me what's going on
5: yeah so we um we've spoken about this uh, work before as you know the crater lakes are just so important to our community and for our tourists and visitors and this is the crater lakes trails plan um, and it's also, we've also got a quick reference guide and a trails sign plan. So this is work where, as you know, we've got lots and lots of different trails up through the Crater Lakes area. They're used for everything from walking to um, bike riding. You know, people will use them for all different purposes. And so we've gone through and done a comprehensive review of all of the trails, and this plan um, really makes sure that we're going to maintain them well, we're going to be clear about the network of trails that exist, um, look at how we sign them so that people are really clear about the level of difficulty and what they can be used for and so on. So all designed to make sure that we've got safe and sustainable trails at this kind of really important area for our city and that they are well maintained, have great signage and that we have a whole range of different trail types that suit different types of abilities and activities. So, uh, so exciting to get to this point. Uh, we now will work out our implementation and, and start the work um, over a period of time on those trails. And the idea also is to continue to work with lots of these community groups who are so involved in, in these great spaces. So, uh, we not only recognise that we're going to probably need to do some additional investment ourselves, but also How do we work together with people like the mountain bike um, riders, for instance, who are keen to make sure the trails they use are in good condition? And so um, that opportunity to work together on making sure that the trails are well maintained
1: is pretty exciting as well. Now, there's a couple of strategies that council looked at as well. What can you tell me?
5: Yeah, so um, we, uh, of course, are always interested in talking about how we reduce waste and how we reuse and recover materials rather than just throwing it into the bin and into landfill. So as part of um, our obligations, we have to, by the end of 2023, have a high-level waste management plan that um, goes to the state government that has got progressive waste diversion targets. So we've got a waste and resource recovery strategy which Council considered and adopted, which is that high level overarching strategy that talks about how much we're going to try and divert from landfill. Of course, a key part of that is our food and organic service where you try and get as much of that green waste out of um, landfill. That's just such a waste of resource when it can be going back into you know, enriching our soils and so on. So um, this draft uh, is now adopted. Waste and resource recovery strategy is a key piece of that work to make sure that we're thinking at every turn, how can we get stuff out of our landfill? How can we make the most of these resources rather than just throwing them in the bin? So a good piece of work there to make sure that we really measure and make sure we're delivering against targets to uh, to make that better for our planet.
1: Now, of course, not only do council have to work on that, but uh, we've got to get the the community to get behind it and make sure that that strategy is implemented as much as possible.
5: Yeah, absolutely. So a whole lot of um, education as well, obviously, that's involved in this. And we know that our food and organic service, for instance, has already diverted about 55% of materials out of landfills. So the more people think about um, what they're using. So what are you buying in the first instance? How are you using it? How are you thinking about whether it can be recycled, whether it can go into food and organics rather than going in the bin? So you're quite right, each of us, every single person, um, helps make this strategy a reality and that saves money for the community in the longer term. But it much more importantly is about making the most of the resources we take from our environment and doing as little environmental harm as we can for the future.
1: Now, Sarah, the Junior Sports Assistance Fund was something the council were talking about on Tuesday.
5: Yes, that's right. So the Junior Sports um, Fund provides um, funding and assistance for people participating, young people participating in sport. And so the whole series of um, recommendations uh, arising out of the last uh, meeting. But um, the one I really wanted to talk to you about today is a a couple of changes to our committee membership. So um, we'd like to recognise that we've got a a couple of new members. Di Gould and Andrew Matheson have now joined as new committee uh, representatives and they were endorsed by the, the committee. So terrific and very big welcome to them coming on board this great program But also, um, we wanted to acknowledge the formal resignation of Jeanette Elliott and Karen Cunningham. They have both been very long-term contributors to the committee. Um, I believe Karen has been in the order of about nine years, but Jeanette, an absolutely um, just amazing um, contribution. She had been involved for 35 years um, with her passion and commitment to the fund. So a big shout out um, to those members of our community who have joined and also those who have just left the fund. Um, It's so important when community members are such active participants and, and very much valued for their contribution.
1: Now, Sarah, we're looking forward to 2035 at the moment with Council. What's going on?
5: We certainly are, so um, we are really interested to hear from members of our community about what they want for the future. Um, So we need to think about how our city grows and changes and looks over the longer term up until 2035. So I just want to make sure that people know that you can go um, onto the Have Your Say page on Council's um, website and we really want to hear about um, what people think Uh, um, what they value about the city at the moment. So if we understand what people love about the place it is now, then we can build on that and make more of it. How do we want others to think about our community? If you imagine that future 2035, what would you have people say about us? What do we want to be known for? What does our city look like? And then if that's our picture for the future, how do we get there? What do we need to change, do more of? Um, Are there barriers we need to bust through to make that future reality a a possibility? So um, there's a few um, events coming up in the next few weeks at various markets and also at the Carols. You'll see council officers and elected members out and about asking you these questions. But also you can... Uh, participate online on our website and you will find a postcard popping into your letterbox um, in coming weeks that asks you those questions and we just want everyone to put their thinking caps on about what makes a great city what do you want for the future what do you want for your kids or your grandkids you know what what is the experience you want for our city in that longer term so please get involved we really want to hear from people
1: Sarah, it's always good to chat about what the council is doing at the moment. I cannot wait to find out more about summer on Watson. Thanks for joining us this morning. My pleasure. Sarah Philpot from the City of Mount Gambier. She is the CEO talking about what's going on at Council at the moment, especially after the last Council meeting. Now, one of the other things that took place this week, the Chamber of Commerce had an after-hour shopping event. Late-night shopping was back in the Blue Lake City. And one of the things that we get to do is give away some cold, hard cash. Let's talk all about the Mount Gambier Chamber of Commerce. Kelsey, Chamber of Commerce, you guys would be so excited with what happened on Wednesday.
6: Hi, Ewan. Yes, we were so excited. It felt so good good to be a part of it and and we had lots of very proud moments highlights for me what are they seeing the people of Mount Gambier supporting our bricks and mortar traders was probably my proudest moment seeing the city band walking down the street playing Christmas carols that was, was a, sensational. It was it, it just really added to the atmosphere. It felt alive and it was just such a wonderful thing to be a part of.
1: Now you and I are here this morning because we've got to give away a bucket load of cash we tell do. me
6: what's going on. So we've got Lynette here. <laughs> Hi Lynette Martin, Mayor. Good morning Kelsey and good morning Ewan.
1: Good morning Miss Mayor.
6: Um, Lynette is here to draw our cash prize. We sold over 250 tickets to the event now these tickets um, allowed shoppers a exclusive offers plus this ten dollar ticket has a part proceeds contribution to the mayor's christmas appeal and entry into uh, this cash prize so first cash is five hundred dollars the second prize is two hundred dollars and third prize is one hundred all right time to give away some cash Let's do some drawers. Look at them all. First prize, first. First
3: prize, Mrs. Wynne Turner. Congratulations, Mrs. Wynne Turner. 500 bucks. Congratulations, Win. Second prize is Miss Shay Tweddle. And congratulations, Shay. Well done, Shay. And
1: third prize is Mr. Kai Whitwell. Congratulations, Kai. It really has been a, a sensational late-night shopping experience in the Limestone Coast. Will there be another?
6: Absolutely. We have to do this again.
1: Huge congratulations to Win, to Shea and to Kai. Big congratulations to the Chamber of Commerce. Late-night shopping back in the Blue Lake City. Cannot wait for it to happen again. There is so much going on across the Blue Lake City and, of course, across the Limestone Coast region, and I get to talk about it each and every day. To keep up to date with what's going on, Right the way across the Livestock coast. Make sure you join me from six weekday mornings on 90.5 Triple M.